Not So Peter Priesthood Podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon Church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at Not So Peter Priesthood. And you can email us at Not So Peter Priesthood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! Bye! Probably have some new um, listeners. Shout out to my book friends. Hi guys. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I'm having struggles. I had to log out of our Instagram account because um, switching between accounts, it kept putting me in jail because I was like carrying on multiple conversations, and I don't know what Instagram <laughs> doesn't like me. And so I had mentioned like I was having problems, and people were like, oh, "You have a podcast." Hi, buddies! If you're listening, thanks for joining us. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, always welcome, and especially if you're book book readers, we always love that. Yeah, we always we're always talking books, not necessarily on the recording, but (laughs) we usually chat books. Dusty here can read a book a day, basically. It's amazing. <laughs> also, slightly jealous because I'm like, oh, if I could do that, I would read. I would like, oh. Well, I, I mean, read. you read a lot because you also are in school full time, and you have a full time job, and you have a puppy, and you have an active social life, which I cannot claim. <laughs> I mean, let's not go that far with the active social life. I mean, um, it's are you not going out tonight? Okay, this is like the last little, like, this is the most I've done in, like, the last, I don't know, four months or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I, I've i been invited out, but then, like, my, I'll be like, mm, home sounds better. <laughs> I'm going to go home. <laughs> You're going to be that meme where it's like, me at two, 1 p.m., I don't want to go. Me at 6 p.m., I'm not going to stay very long. Me at 11 p.m., dance. Dance, dance, dance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, so good. I mean, I'm always having a good time when I make myself go out, but like, ugh, I'm just like. It's the getting to the going out part that I'm yeah. like, ugh, pants. Yeah, and I have to dress up for this one. Like, I have to be all like buttoned up shirt. Gotta be cute. No, no. Ugh. That's a lot. That's asking a lot, yeah. But by the time this comes out, it will. This will be in the past. This is so. This is so weird. <laughs> if you're listening to this now, we are talking about to you in the future. I don't know. It just feels like the like the will. Very like strange a, thing. Thing or like a. Yeah. Um, like it's 2022 right now, but you'll be listening to it in 2023. You guys are listening to this. In the past, you're listening to the last year's. This is so old news, but like we're giving you it's the echoes of the past coming yeah. to you live from my basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, so I always well, forget. I, I can't wear my glasses with my headset because it like squishes them. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Topic. What are we talking about? listeners both of us are like just barely waking up and um 
getting the crusties out of our voices and <laughs> eyes and all the places and, <laughs> and we're wearing our jammies. <laughs> I definitely in my jammies. Um, yeah, top. this is the opposite of not so Peter Priestard after dark. This is not so Peter <laughs> Priestard before breakfast. <laughs> I don't know which one's scarier. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're a hoot at any I time know. of the day. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> and and... Make ourselves laugh. <laughs> yeah, at least there's that. Um, okay. And we're going to need to be able to laugh after <laughs> this topic. Uh, we were going to hope it was in the past, but it's actually very, very in the present and is something that, ugh, trigger warning, it's anti-transgender and anti-women and uh, what else? It's oh, wait, are we talking bad. about the Mormon church? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what podcast is oh <laughs> god for a second so all the same shit it always is every all week <laughs> but just especially you know like it's a little... most especially <laughs> um so desert news uh lovely lovely desert news released an article on december 27th 2022 this was last year for you listeners but <laughs> That's uh, it's the dad jokes that never get old. Uh, see you next year. Um, <laughs> I haven't had showers since last year. <laughs> that was my dad every single year. I have not showered since last year. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so this is a uh, an article by Valerie Hudson. Um, I have no idea who she is or what her, I don't know. Anyway, but it's called Perspective. Our language is being corrupted. And when I first saw this, I was like, hmm, oh, it's about language. Oh, cool. And then the little. um, Languages evolve over time. Yeah. No matter what. So is it being corrupted or is this just natural evolution of yeah, Language. and our understanding of the world and of our society mm-hmm. is changing, and so our language changes with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like 200 years ago, they didn't have the word automobile because it didn't exist. So, all right, let's hear what Val has to say about uh, well, it. Her, little, her first the little uh, blurb underneath the article it says, What is a woman? You can no longer count on some dictionaries to tell you, and the deception is putting women at risk. <laughs> so you, now you know the direction we're going. Yay! Oh, great. <laughs> I should have put rum in my coffee. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Buckle in, folks. Here we go. <laughs> Rage Dusty's coming out soon. Yeah. I told, So Dusty's had kind of a... And she's had a time uh, this holiday season. So I was like, I think Crazy <laughs> Dusty needs to come out and play <laughs> and let <Yeah>. it out. <laughs> so here Spend we go. No time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. All right. All right. So this year I bought a strange holiday gift for my kids. I gave them dictionaries. More specifically, I gave them dictionaries that were published before the word woman was redefined by some dictionary publishers. <laughs> and strong, right? <laughs> I bought my kids an encyclopedia from 1980. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. what a dumb... All right, whatever. No, it's dumb. <laughs> well, in 
one, there was that, what was it? Um, uh, the Supreme Court Justice uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson, I think that's her name. That was uh, when they go through like the um, the the like no trial, but it's like a a process of like deciding if they're gonna like they question this the candidate for you know like all these things you know the right uh, yeah. And I remember one of the things was she was asked like what is a woman and she kind of just like she hesitated and she didn't know really like how to define a woman. Yeah. And. Uh, Mostly because it's like it's become such a like gender is so um, it's a social construct. And it's also like Mm -hmm. we can't just say like one like we can't even say like what a man is anymore, especially because it's like because gender is fluid, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it's like if we're and I think she was trying to be respectful to women and saying like people with uteruses and people with that, you know, like it's just. Mm -hmm. It's um, she was trying to be respectful while and so like the the conservatives were eating that up and saying like, oh, she can't even define what a woman is and all this stuff. So, well, it's because some people may they may. What's the word? Wow. Identify. Identify, Thank you. They may (laughs) identify as a woman, but may not own a uterus. And that's fine. It's whoever identifies. And there's women, you can't even say, like, more feminine, because there's women who do not feel that they're, like, it's a very, it's a very hard word to define. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, people it's a very hard are... word to define, yeah. And to include everyone and to make sure that everyone is acknowledged, it's a hard thing to do, for sure. Yeah. You can't just sum up the large array spectrum. of, uh, yeah. yeah, a huge spectrum of people. You can't just put one word on and I think that's really beautiful about the way things are changing is that now we are more than just this label and that's mm-hmm. what you are yeah they're yeah, yeah. not put into boxes like we yeah. used to be it's like in the in the 50s and whatever that uh, grand poo orange right. man wants to uh, wanted to like me as to. a woman my my little mold would have been to be a wife and a mother and a homemaker mm-hmm. multiple years ago. Right. And, but now I have so many more opportunities with, that that label no longer fits to, right. you know? So, and I, I think that's a good thing. I think that that's progress that yeah. we don't need these labels. Yeah. And they, people like the um, more conservative people would, would say progress, Progressivism is a bad thing, but it's not. Like, it's how's progression a bad thing? And then you look at like the from the Mormon lens, like they're always talking about eternal progression and growth and everything, but they still want to like keep women from, you know, yeah, spreading their wings the and being different. Yeah, married fourteen-year-olds. Yeah. Ugh. <sighs> All right. Uh, this fall, she continues. Cambridge University Press redefined women. Uh, woman to include not only an adult female human being, but also an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. Example, Mary is a woman who was assigned male at birth. Uh, And it took me, there was a, so I I watch uh, 
Dragula, but this is the Boulay Brothers. Oh my god, it's so good. Listeners, if you like drag at all, RuPaul's Drag Race is great, but it's very commercialized. It's very, they get into drama. Um, it's very, yeah, it's very um, staged. Yeah. Like most real reality TV shows are, which yeah. is, that's why we watch them <laughs> for the drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragula's alternative drag, and they, um, they don't get too much. This last season was a little more their most dramatic of all of them because they had like a little, I don't know what you love triangle thing going on, but it was like they would never really explain what was going on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. but it was still it's still very much about the art. Anyway, um, the season before this, there was a they called her an AFAB queen, which is uh, AFAB is assigned female at birth. So, mm-hmm. um, and they also have AMAB and whatever like they're. Uh, but she's, she was, um, let's see, she always got like kind of ostracized by the, by the drag community and that she was, and a lot of APAB queens will get that too mm-hmm. within the community is that they, cause it's like, oh, you're doing drag, but you're a female. Like it's a weird, like it's a weird, um, dichotomy and that like these, she's trying to fit in with this community, but then mm-hmm. she's, she still kind of feels out outed like i don't know yeah we have um a performer here in my town that is an afab and she's phenomenal in drag like so 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 incredible and i love that she has found this place in this community where she can perform and bring so much joy to me and my friends because we love her (laughs) and and is so supported by like you know her sisters in the drag community like i love i love that we are tearing down all these constructs in so many places and allowing people to just be who they are. I think it's, I think it's incredible. Yeah. Well, and uh, drag is an art form. And I was um, one of my favorite art drag artists in Denver is actually AFAB and she, um, she does like a drag burlesque thing Mm -hmm. and um, she actually started as a burlesque dancer. And then she like kind of naturally progressed into drag and like, it's just kind of, um, it's been really cool to watch her like evolution, but like she will have these conversations on on Instagram and stuff about how like it's sometimes it's sometimes she feels very included in the community, and then sometimes she feels like she's just like that people don't see her for her art; they just mm-hmm. look at her and see a woman that's pretending to do drag or whatever. Yeah, and uh, which is sad, but um, I think that we are progressing, and it's like people are able to like um, move outside of the you know, they can express themselves in mm-hmm. all the ways they want to, um, which is beautiful. It is, but, yeah. Um, this is another random tangent, but, like, I guess it kind of goes along with it. But, like, the whole attacks on the drag community and, like, the transgender community lately, um, especially in America, are, um, I think what it's, what you're seeing, like, it's, um, I was thinking about this yesterday. It's weird. Um, this is coming up, but I was just, like, I think people from the outside see a drag queen and think they're transgender. Like they, they're mixing that. And so they think that, yeah. trans, so that's partially why they think that transgender, I'm not defending them. I'm just saying like 
that could be kind of where it's coming from is that they just don't understand. Yeah, they're just not informed as to what it, yeah. Because we have, we also have um, a drag queen here that performs around the area who is a straight man with a wife and kids and just loves to perform in drag. And I think people don't understand, like, they don't get that a straight man could do that. It's very confusing. They're like, but he's pretending to be a woman. And I think that there is such a closed minded point of view that they don't they can't open and see it's an art form. And that's how he expresses himself Mm -hmm. in this persona. Like he's not, you know, Bob. He has a different (laughs) name and he has a different like it's it's an art form. And I think that's Mm -hmm. very hard for closed minded people to understand without broadening their view a bit. Mm -hmm. Well, and the. um there was this officer on my ship <laughs> that was uh, a former drag queen. And I saw, I was like, I found that out and he was like, Oh yeah, I was, and he's married to a woman has kids. And I was like, interesting. And he was like, yeah. And I tried to tried my damnedest to find pictures of it, but couldn't find him. But anyway, <laughs> could have just, yeah, asked, but I, think- I also felt like that was like crossing boundaries anyway, but yeah. people get very <laughs> confused with sexuality and, Mm-hmm. art like yeah. they don't like remember how people were up in arms when like dennis rodman wore a wedding dress oh yeah to marry like, himself was it that, was it that? I, I don't even remember anyway, it was yeah whatever he was doing ago, feels like <laughs> half our yeah. listeners were like who's that <laughs> basketball, don't worry about it um but i feel uh, like performance <laughs> art has always been a part of our culture and people either completely don't understand it and don't care to understand it and just kind of like scoff at it because it doesn't make sense to their point of view. And that doesn't and mean it's it not important. They're scared of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, and this thing is confusing to me, so it must be bad, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, or it's something that they would never do. And so, of course, it's like we should never, like, it's we can't condone it. We can't. And by condoning it, you think that you're condoning, like, grooming and blah, blah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, and, com- and they combine that all up. They combine the performance art with sexuality and, you mm. know, sexual preferences. And it's, it has nothing has nothing to no. do with it. <laughs> Which, I mean, drag shows can get sexual, but, like, it's, it's more, like, a comedy thing. Like, it's mm-hmm. never been, like, a serious, like, yeah, we're going to, like, this is like a sexual thing like it's all just because drag is supposed to be like a it started out as like a rebellion but also as like a um we're going to point out the the flaws in society Mm -hmm. and how we're perceiving women Mm -hmm. yeah it was an over-the-top comedy tongue-in-cheek kind of thing right yeah yeah and I think that, yeah, it's it's such a, it's so much fun. Like, I took my boys to um, Drag Kings and Queens reading at the library. Oh, I love it. And it was so incredible, like, to see these huge personalities. Like, who better to read a story to a bunch of kids yeah. than these huge personalities who are performers and who can get a reaction and are silly and over the top? Yeah. Like, it was so, my boys were laughing hysterically because they did the voices and they mm-hmm. got up and they moved and it was the Aww. best story time ever. And all these people are like up in arms about it. And I'm like, it's a performance. Like you take your children to 
the circus and they see clowns. Are, do yeah, you, I was are you, say, it's do you no think different that your than children are going to grow up thinking certain people have big red noses? Like, it's so weird to me that they get so offended. Yeah. And I'm sorry, can we talk about how, like, drag queens can do makeup better than most women? <laughs> like, most, like, assign, like female yeah. women. <laughs> yes. Like, I, please, any drag queens out there that want to come teach me how to contour properly, I am here for you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we've gone way off on topic. <laughs> still along the lines, but it's still, I mean... That's how we do. Um, so this one's this is the thing that I read um, initially that got me like. Um, all right, okay. so you gotta. We're gonna switch gears a little bit. Drag queens, right, right. we love you. Um, and uh, but now it's gonna. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> Wits quickly supplied additional definitions. What does that mean? Wits quickly supplied additional. Definitions Cambridge should consider, such as duck, a shark who lives and identifies as a duck, though they may have been said to have a different species at birth. Example, blue is a duck who was assigned shark at birth. But you can't compare. What? Oh, okay. It's... Let me just. There's more to it. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. If we were in the water and someone yelled, duck, duck, we'd turn around to look because ducks are no threat. If someone yelled, shark, shark, we'd get out of the water as fast as possible because sharks are very much a threat. Redefining duck to include shark would be a corruption of language because it would not allow us to communicate what we actually mean and also would obscure the potential threat sharks pose. At best, the redefinition makes us incoherent. At worst, it results in our harm or death. Duck, duck, the pectoral fin having kind of duck. Um, I'm sorry, this is, you were comparing apples and oranges, Val. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> a woman, a born woman who now identifies as a man is not a different species. They're oh. still human beings. Yeah. And, uh, and the whole thing that she's um, implying that there's a threat, that there's yeah, a threat be- because there's, um, so a man that is um so a female to male would be a threat because Mm -hmm. and just by their very nature of being um or a male to female whatever transgender is a threat is yeah of course of course that's what they think they see it as this dangerous thing oh my god oh my brain hurts (laughs) yeah I, I hate this. I hate this so much. Thanks thanks for this already. Yeah, you're welcome. Good morning to you. <laughs> uh, where's the rum? <laughs> uh, for women, the conceptual erasure of their material reality has come swiftly, even as their actual material reality so often remains the justification of their abuse, for their abuse. While certain legal fictions have been long accepted in society, for example, it's unremarkable to call the guardians of an adopted child their mother and father, even though they are not biologically related. Newer legal fictions are not as innocuous. Do you know? So, oh, okay. So she's saying... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. It takes a... Um, so she's saying the... Um, Let's see. Let me break this down a little bit. For women, the conceptual erasure of their material reality. So the erasure, it's basically saying that, like, 
because we're, we're taking we're away a woman's place because yeah. we're no longer in the kitchen in an apron serving yeah. marks for her husband when he comes home at five o'clock. Yeah, because we're okay. muddying the definition of a woman. We are uh, erasing women from whatever. And I am uh, here for it. Erase those constructs. Erase yeah. those boxes that we were been forced to live in for. Absolutely. Absolutely like, get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put us in charge of things. Put us in companies. Let us earn as much as a man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And like I'm, well, I just took my lifespan development class, and we talked about gender and identity, and how, and we actually talked about the pay gap and everything, and how it really, like, when you look at the like definition and biological definition of, and how you think of how gender is a, just a social construct, like it makes no sense for women to make less than men because we're all human (laughs) to get paid less than people with blue eyes. It's the same concept of like, it's just an identifier in your DNA. Yeah. Really means nothing at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah. It's enraging. Let's see. Oh, we might have to go to this other article in a minute. But uh, since 2010 in Great Britain, an individual can, under certain circumstances, receive a gender recognition certificate Excuse me, that allows them to change the sex on their government documents. This is, quote-unquote, a legal fiction because the person's material bodily sex has not changed. Only the sex marker on their government documents has. So she's saying that just because the government is recognizing you as a and like it's just because it's on paper doesn't mean it's real it's a legal fiction gender and sex aren't the same thing <laughs> like uh, she's an idiot but <laughs> and also, I'm sorry Val did you change your last name when you married your husband mm, you're not actually you... you know like you're not actually born uh Jones, you were born uh, Smith, so mm-hmm. you're a. It's a legal fiction that you now go by Jones and that you yeah. ch- name your children. Like it's. Oh my God. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, but it only applies to this. She's just, you know, that doesn't. It applies to everybody else, but not her. Right. You know, She's like just that kind of. Great picking where the legal ramifications are allowed to land. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Good job. Well, just like with the adoption stuff in example, she said that that's that's an that's an acceptable example, but. And she would probably say, or people like her would probably say that a name change is different than changing your gender on a document. Um, At the end of the day, what does it have to do with her? Like, this is where I always come from. I'm like, how does this personally affect you? And why is this something that you're willing to, like, get on the Internet and fight about? Like, why? I have a whole fucking article about it. I just, well, then, uh, so one of my really good friends uh is transgender and he uh so female to male and he um i can remember the day when he told me that he uh got was able to get mail put on his um driver's license and he was so excited about it like just the fact just like affirming how Mm -hmm. he feels and being able to express that and have it and just to see it on a document on a living government document Mm -hmm. everything to him absolutely because they're finally being recognized of who they are and who they've always been is now being recognized that yes you are who you are like Mm -hmm. what an incredible oh like what i saw the commercial i think mastercard 
now like so many transgender people had to have their dead names on their MasterCards or whatever, yeah. but now they can request to have their real name. Like I teared oh, up so- that commercial. I was like, oh, like it was this man holding a card and like getting emotional saying it has my name on it. It oh. has my real name. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, and there's this other uh, friend of mine that, let's see. And I can't even remember his dead name. Like, I just, it has never even, like, once they told me that they were transgender, I um, completely just erased that from my brain. Like, it was just an easy, like, and I didn't know, I didn't know him very well. So it's like, it's not like, so all his Instagram and Facebook had his new name on it and his real, like, his real name on it. But then, um, and so, like, I was trying to think about it, and I was like, I knew him before he transitioned, but I can't, I literally cannot remember his name. And I'm like, I think that's the point, but it's also, yeah. like, if you continue to dead name people, it's... Um, I know, it's, I have memories of a really good friend of mine, because we grew up together, and so I have these memories of this person, and then I have these new memories of this person and it's I always am very cautious about how I speak about them in the past because I don't want to I don't I don't want to dead name them at all but Mm -hmm. I still have these like childhood memories of like me and so and so and so it's a difficult I always I and I've apologized to them Mm -hmm. so many times and they've been like no that's who I was then and that's how you knew me it's okay it's not like you're continually calling me the wrong name so that's always like set my heart at ease because it, yeah it's, it's a tricky thing to navigate if and and honestly all we have to do is just have these conversations and just say yeah. this is how i'm trying to and they're most people are very loving and wonderful gracious. yeah yeah um as long as you're trying and you're acknowledging that that you're um that there's been a difference and that there's a, a transition there and you're acknowledging who they are at the moment, then they're usually really good about it. Um, but I, and I understand, like, I have another friend that uh, they started uh, identifying as non-binary. And so their pronouns became they, them. And for the longest time, I knew them as she, her. And it was, right. um, it's been a transition for me. Cause I just have to, you know, flip it a little bit, but even though I don't see them very often, like I'll be talking about them like I'm doing now. And I make sure even mm-hmm. though they're not here, I use their, the pronoun. use their proper that, pronouns. Yeah. That way it's like, I'm practicing it too in my head and I'm like verbalizing it more. So then it becomes more natural for me. So when I do see them, I'm just like, use it's it. easier. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to be really cautious of that because there's, like um, we were at a toy store and there was an individual that appeared feminine, but their name tag said he, him. And I, I said to my son, I said, they have the same name as you. Cause their name tag was on. And oh. my son was like, you have my name too. We're so cool. And it was just this really, like, I'm glad I didn't like, I'm glad I had the forethought to not be like she, because she appeared female, but you know, and I love that they had their he him on it because that was yeah. really helpful for me and that but because I didn't I was like oh, I said they and that was great because yeah. that's something I'm consciously trying to be more aware of in my language for sure the thing that's uh funny to me like you'll see these people that are like I don't date people with pronouns I don't talk to people with pronouns and like you you literally have pronouns 
I, this whole thing of like, if you put your pronouns on stuff that we don't want, they get all mad about it. I'm like, but you if pronouns. you called one of those men she, he would get pretty upset that you weren't using yeah. his proper pronoun. Oh, yeah. Oh, I will purposely on Twitter, especially because people are wild on there. Um, I will specifically, if I'm especially in an argument with somebody about this type of stuff. I yeah. would call the men girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It makes me so happy on so many levels. I've had a few times, because I'd say that to anybody, and I'd say, I'd say that to my, like, straight Navy bros, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I would just be like, girl, shut up, you know? And they'd, uh-huh. they'd giggle about it, you know? They're like, they think it's um, funny that you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, call I know, it. my best friend calls me dude all the time, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they get so mad. It's fucking hilarious. And I'm like, oh, you don't like? You don't, you don't like, like being misgendered? Yeah, hmm. misgendered. Weird. Weird. So weird. <laughs> Take several uh, seats, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready to continue with Valerie? Yeah, okay. So exciting. <laughs> uh, crap, I lost my place. Let's see. We know this is Okay. Oh, here we go. Sorry, I'm, I accidentally scrolled while I was... <laughs> anyway. Um, we know this is a legal fiction even under British law because the older sister of a male heir of a noble peerage, the UK system of ranks and titles, cannot use a gender recognition certificate to claim that she is now the true heir because the certificate says that she is male. No, no, no let's not bring, like... <laughs> Can we just not use, like, monarchy and titles and things that are systemically wrong in her (laughs) argument, please? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, oh my god, because the queen doesn't, like... (laughs) (laughs) The only queen I bow to is Mother Teresa, so whatever. Uh, the material biological reality of her sex has not disappeared in actuality. Likewise, a male heir cannot lose his noble title if he obtains a certificate that states he is female. His favored male sex can never be taken from him. His favored male sex can never be taken from him. And again, we're talking sex and gender and confusing the two, so inform yourself there, Valerie. Yeah. The government reasoned that by stating that where peerage is concerned, a transsexual person is considered in his or her birth gender, we avoid anomalies of succession. But those are not... Not worry about succession? Can we just all, like, not have people placed at a higher level than other people? That would be great, too. Well, also, why is she using this example? Because it's like, we can't relate to it. Like, nobody can relate to this. Like, it's... Oh, because they're... Because the they're like an other like it's like a minute little small percentage mm-hmm. is like it's not like Prince Harry's gonna be like oh I'm a woman all of a sudden you know like right and look at how the British people treated Meghan Markle for being biracial yeah. like let's not use them as our like epitome of behavior please yeah they're not the most uh, they're not a great example of moral standard <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, I love the royals because I find them so fascinating, yeah. but um, 
yeah, let's not base. They're like the original reality show, you know? (laughs) And like, I mean, the queen's on my money. So, I mean, of course I'm going to be aware of the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Although now we're going to have Charles on our money. He's ugly. How I feel about that. Yeah. The ugly bug on your, on your uh, (laughs) money. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. Uh, but those are anomalies that would disfavor men, causing them to lose out to women. Oh, so? God, forbid, God forbid men lose out to women. After, no, Thousands more. of years men have been on top of the pile. How about they take a seat for a minute? Yeah. They haven't done the greatest job. Our I know. I was going to say, like, uh, the men have been in charge for how long? And, like, we're kind of running the world into the ground. So Yeah. Perfect example of what just happened with Greta and Andrew. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) Chef's kiss, Greta. You cycle your pizza boxes everywhere. (laughs) That was the best. I woke up. That's the first tweet I saw this morning. Was uh, that's what happens when you don't recycle your pizza boxes? (laughs) Oh, Queen, I love it. So good. Uh, Owned by a (laughs) nineteen-year-old. Let's see. Unfortunately, the government appears less interested in anomalies that are created by this legal fiction that disfavor women, causing them to lose out to men. And again, it's such a small percentage Mm -hmm. of like, really, this is going to cause such uproar. No, no, (laughs) it is such a, a minute selection of people. It's not. Oh my god. <laughs> well, there's also this whole thing that they're like a fear, quote unquote, that um, a lot of these anti-trans people are saying is like it's like transgender in transgender people in sports. Like they they act like, oh, all the transgender people just want to just take over sports. You know, they got men in women's yeah. sports, and so they're of course going to win, beat women, and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. Speaking of like minute percentages, it's not. It's like very few. Most transgender people I know just want to be left the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. They just want to present. They want to be seen for who they are in mm-hmm. society. Yeah, they want but their outside it. to match their inside. That's it. Yeah. They're not out like, oh, I'm gonna go win the gold medal. Like, yeah. they don't care. <laughs> they just want to be who they are. And most of these people, um, they don't know that their opponent is transgender until after they've won. For the fact, yeah. And then then they get mad because, oh, they're transgender. That's why they won. Mm-hmm. No. I know. It's maddening. <laughs> it's maddening. <laughs> <laughs> the same week that Cambridge changed its definition, a U- UK judge ruled that the 2018 Gender Representative Gender Representation on Public Boards Act, it's a mouthful, which mandates certain percentages of women on public boards included as women, not only females, but also individuals with gender recognition certificates stating they are female. Uh, So they got this act that um, certain percentages of women, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, thus a public board could be comprised of all biologically male-bodied persons and still fulfill its obligations under the Act. But if they're working on a board that's for women's rights, those rights are going to affect them as an identified woman. Yeah. Like, like if a, a, male, a male-born individual mm-hmm. getting paid, you know... 30% more than the female counterpart and then starts to identify as female, they're going to take that pay cut. 
mm-hmm. because they are now presented as a woman. Like they're not, oh my God, it's still a problem and they still yeah. are affected by it and they still need to fight for those rights to be equal. Like, I don't understand what her. Yeah. Just because they weren't born with a uterus. Who can I know women who were born without a uterus. Like yeah. that's not a defining characteristic. Oh my God. When, uh, so I watched this Ted talk. I can't remember her name. She has a book, um, but she's also, she's a doctor. Anyway, transitioned male to female and, or she was a pastor. Anyway, but she talked about how she took a pay cut when she became female. Yeah. Because, like, because of the, because the pay gap is real. Yeah. 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 And that she was like, that was only the first of the problems, you know, like she's, and she's like, being treated like it's frustrating to be like I she was she's like older like and she transitioned a lot like later in life later in life um she's like seeing the difference of how I was treated as a man in the business world and in the like with other men versus how I'm treated now as a woman in those same situations night and day she's like I get mansplained I get all this she's like and I get misgendered a lot and yeah, it's, Mm -hmm. it was, it's a really good talk. I'll have to, I can't remember who, I want to read her book, but I can't remember for the life of me on top of my head. Um, It'll come to you randomly and then you'll text me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is kind of going into what I was talking about with sports. Um, Of course she has to bring up sports because whenever we talk about transgender, it has to, and the fear mongering of transgender people, individuals is sports Mm -hmm. because, but keep in mind, it's still just like a very minute percentage of transgender people that actually want to participate in sports to the degree of competition level, you Mm -hmm. know, and where they're actually going to, this is actually going to be a difference. So and I think that because we're seeing such a more open-mindedness, well, there's becoming more of this conversation. We're seeing more transgender people in sports, but that's just mm-hmm. because it's evolving and we're becoming, we're evolving as a species like we talked about and how we're yeah. understanding it more. And so it's more um, available for them, whereas before it wasn't even thought of. Yeah. Well, like... I absolutely do not enjoy the Kardashians or the Jenners, but Caitlyn Jenner didn't Mm -hmm. even have the option to even express themselves the way that they felt until like recently. Like Like, that's a long time. And again, I am not a, I am not a fan of Caitlyn Jenner. I think she's kind of trash, but she's literally the worst voice for transgender people, but Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. (laughs) I mean, again, yay for her being able to live life as she identifies and that's i can applaud that and still hear her as a person yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her views on stuff but that's that's what it was it wasn't even it wasn't even an option to even be able to identify and be comfortable in your own skin because it wasn't available mm-hmm. and now we have all these programs and we are we have the ability to teach our children that they have a voice and that they are allowed to express themselves you know my three-year-old running around in a tutu in my childhood if a little boy had been running around in a tutu there would have been very harsh words said to him oh, yeah. especially in a conservative mormon town right 
But now he can run around and play in his tutu and call himself a princess. And we all just embrace it and say he's happy. He's expressing mm-hmm. himself. And that's perfect. Yeah. You know, I just I don't want to go backwards. I don't. Yeah. Oof. There's people that want us to. So it's I don't, I don't know. With stuff like this, there's always going to be, I mean, it's going to take a long time for it to actually, I think, generate, like, the older generations will need to, like, go away. And then I think by the time <laughs> Gen Z becomes, if the world survives that long, but, like, by the oh, time Gen yeah. Z is, like, in power, or, like, less a little more, like, voting power and all that mm-hmm. stuff, like, we're not going to see dramatic changes in, you know. Yeah, like, your sister's generation, I have so much hope for because they are so aware and they're so acknowledging of like the things around them and they're informed. They're the so nuances, intelligent. Yeah. yeah. They're so informed. They're so intelligent. They understand things that I'm like, Whoa, I don't yeah. even grasp. Like that's what I'm excited for is those kids and that future. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm able to talk to my little sister, like uh, basically like she's in a peer group with me. Like mm-hmm. she's like that level of, maturity and understanding of the world like i'm able to like bring up stuff and she's like oh yeah you know, yeah yeah like she's informed about it you can have mm-hmm. that conversation me at 15 i was like um i knew what bands were on the radio <laughs> <laughs> but also like i mean they grew up with the internet and everything like mm-hmm. with it being in their you know it's yeah, always we're, been... we're the last generation that didn't have the internet in our childhood which is yeah. so wild to think about yeah <sighs> All right. Elder so, millennials for the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see the same double standard at work in other recent rulings. Janice Turner of the Times points out the U.S. Rowing Federation has opened its female category to anyone who identifies as a woman. This, remember, is a sport with a huge male-female physical disparity. But hey, that was that was Valerie's little input on there but hey look at it at new mixed rowing rules boat entries in this category must include 50 percent athletes assigned as female at birth i.e no extra dudes in your team because it would be compared <gasps> to other dudes how do you define man someone who never loses out oh i feel sick to my stomach yeah oh oh <laughs> oh, oh, she. <sighs> I I don't even know how to articulate how like enraged I am about this. Like, it's published in the Deseret News, like this year. Well, last year for listeners, but this year, anyway. <laughs> several days ago, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Oh my. No extra. D- oh my. God, dudes, like dudes, it's so demeaning. So just, and also, how do you define a man? Someone who never loses out. What? Like what the fuck? Can we just <laughs> let's just celebrate even more anti-feminist language, yeah. please? Let's. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like I have a friend who is, she used to lift, like she used to do competitions and stuff. That girl can lift a Buick. She's so strong. She's teeny teeny tiny. She can lift more than my husband, who's six foot four and works out. Well, maybe she can't, but I mean, they'd probably be pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. Like she I know can so many women lift. outlift men. Yes. And the um, so this art that just 
throws out the argument that women are well it's just so such an anti-feminist anti-woman um argument to say that women can't compete with men yeah it's back to the women have weak little arms and can't do anything that a man can do because we're so delicate like fuck (laughs) off (laughs) on a funny note there's this tiktoker (laughs) what is her name god damn it um rose kelso i think she's this new yorker jewish amazing loud and just like she has that raspy voice she's a comedian fucking hilarious and there's this one video where she's like she's trying to open a jar and her guy friend asks do you want help with that and she's like why because i'm a woman and i got weak little arms (laughs) 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 i know i always say that to patrick i'm like i can't do it because i have weak little arms (laughs) (laughs) well and then it shoots to the very like a little couple seconds of like her just like like whispering to him, like, can you open it? But don't tell anybody. <laughs> 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 so good. Oh. Uh, My husband has so for... that he's going to sneak and put the wine on the top shelves of our kitchen and then take away my school, though. So. I do need well, and I'm I'm a short guy, you know, like I'm shorter, and like my little sister is five ten, five nine, five nine and a half. She's like, I'm gonna stay at that because it's sixty nine and a half inches. I'm like, oh, shut up. Anyway, nice. um, <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I'll be like reaching for something. She's like, let me get that for you, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh my god. It's amazing. I love her so much. Uh all right, it gets even worse. Oh no, uh, how can it get worse? I know. <laughs> She's gonna suggest that we're all witches because we have freckles on our bodies? Great. Yeah. I would <laughs> argue <laughs> what? <laughs> I would argue oh what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Third time's a charm. Do you have any something she to say? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay. She turned me into a newt. <laughs> I would argue these legal fiction. Well, wow. How did I say that? that was so weird. I would argue these legal fictions about sex are not just unfair and unsporting, but also in many cases harmful to women. Please, Valerie, tell us, how is this harmful to women? Uh, First, how can you possibly organize for women's rights when the category of women includes biological men? Because they're not men. They're not. Yeah. That's how. They're not men. They may have been born that way, but they're... Gender and sex and, yeah. They're not. They're not. You were reduced to the inanity of our current discourse over uterus havers and menstruators. When not every woman has a uterus. Not every woman menstruates. Yeah. When those neocons are wholly incapable of pointing to the human beings living in female bodies. In one fell swoop, you have made women incapable of articulating whose rights need protecting, even though everyone still knows whose rights are being lost. Didn't we have an unambiguous word for those human beings? Well, we used to. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually. All right. Worse, you prevent women from protecting themselves. Our foremothers bequeathed us a variety of ways of detecting, avoiding, and mollifying threatening males. What? No, no. No, our foremothers wore pants and cut their hair and chose to put off having children and said no to social constructs. That's exactly what we're doing. That's exactly what we're doing. doing. (laughs) They got us the vote. Like, before this menace allowed to... Oh, my God! These people... It kills me when women are so, like, when... Okay. When you have a woman who is saying all this stuff because it's, like, you realize that women, like, if we were, like, people that are, women that are, like, pro-Trump and stuff and, like, you realize that, like, he would rather you not be able to vote. You know, Mm -hmm. like, he wants it back to the 1800s where Mm -hmm. women didn't, they were just property, they kept their mouths shut, they were seen, not heard, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. He'd rather that, you know, and I'm, his people, his group, you know, the MAGA, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I to go with what she's saying, where she's saying, well, now it's a group of men that are working for women's rights. Perfect, because yeah. according to her, men are the only ones listened to. Get them on that board. Get them working for women's rights. Absolutely. Yeah. Like everything she's saying is so wrong on so many levels. Yeah. Oh, I hate One of the major breakthroughs in women's rights was the right to single sex spaces, such as women's restrooms. Of course, we got to bring up restrooms. Of course we do, because that's, yeah. that's where everybody... Oh, my God. An extension of this right was the Gene- Geneva Con- Conventions upholding the right for women prisoners to be held in single-sex facilities. Which I still... Most restaurants I go to... I mean, I don't go out that much anymore because kids. <laughs> but it's usually like a... It's a... It's just a it's non-gendered like a bathroom. It's yeah. just a bathroom. Like I don't understand why people get so upset. Like mm-hmm. we're just we're just going to the bathroom. Oh, so I found the book um, from that TED talk. The um, it's Paula Stone Williams, and her book is As a Woman: What I Learned About Power, Sex, and the Patriarchy After I Transitioned. Okay, I'm writing that down. Paula Stone Williams. Perfect. Thank you. Ooh. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. So another thing that I was going to, so there was this, oh, I probably should look this up. Um, she's a rap artist, like a black, is she rap or TikToker, social influencer, something. Anyway, it's, she's a transgender female and, um, she got in trouble with the law. I don't remember what she did. I think she got in a fight or something. I can't remember. Uh, this is very hazy, and I probably shouldn't even. <laughs> I just remember reading about it. But she um, was put into a male prison, and she presents very female. That's so dangerous. Yeah, and they showed a video of her on Zoom begging the judge to put her into a female prison because it's she does not feel safe. So. Oh my God! That she was just, released, oh. but um, like on bail or whatever. But she was—it's a heartbreaking video to see her just begging for the yeah. barest 
respect like just like give me one thing where you just put me into female prison i will do my time do whatever but i yeah fully willing to you know pay for their crimes or whatever but just (laughs) give them the the safety of being where they oh my god yeah oh like there was that child they were doing like a lockdown drill and they didn't know why if the child should go with the the girls oh, yeah. or the boys and so they That's left like, the child outside and i'm like yeah. oh, what, why is there why, why is, is the there gender a thing in a fire drill all the babies safe <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't really matter if they have a penis or a uterus or whatever you're using to defend just keep them safe please yeah, yeah. please just they're human take beings them with you. keep them keep them fucking safe like i just I, that to me i was like i don't even understand why sex or gender has anything to do with a, a lockdown drill like yeah yeah like they have them at my son's school they've had one and the whole class as a unit goes to their safe place and they play the quiet game like yeah that's I don't, how it should be this, oh my I, god just keep the baby safe that's that's my yeah that's the hill i'll die on <laughs> overarching thing yeah message yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'd like to say that it's almost over, but it's not. Uh, let's see. Now, however, we have women accosted by men in women's restrooms, and women who dare say anything are too often vilified for calling them bi- biologically male. I'm like, who the fuck? What the fuck? Back your sources, Valerie, because... Seriously! What transgender female is going into West- restrooms and women's restrooms and assaulting people and accosting women? Like... Mm-mm. It's really what you she's... know. You know who's doing it is straight men, everywhere. That's exactly it. Not in bathrooms, on the street, no. in the club. No. Let's get mad about that. Room. Let's get mad about the straight cisgender men yeah. who are accosting women in actuality, and we have actual proof of that. And we have actual like women talking about this is what's happening to me, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The, even worse, we have had the most vulnerable women, women prisoners, trapped in cells with biological males, which, let's see, women prisoners, yeah, trapped in cells with, but she's talking about the opposite, she's saying that uh, women prisoners with, which is, uh, With a see, born male, with, and so that yeah. born male is suddenly going to attack and cause problems with the other female prisoners. Again, back your sources. Has that ever happened? And it says, which has already resulted in physical abuse and allegations of rape. She does hey, have a... This comes back to the whole men can't think for themselves. They are primal beings who are sexually aggressive and only think about sex. And when they rape, it's the women's fault. Like, that's what it's coming back to. It's coming back to you're going to get raped because you allowed a born male into the female population. So she actually did have a source, oh, but it's four it? years old for oh. this one. It's more than four years old. Uh, 2018 oh. says transgender prisoner who sexually assaulted inmates jailed for life. Also, can we talk about how sexual abuse happens all the fucking time re- in the prisons, regardless of what's happened? You know, it's happened. Yeah. It, rape happens. It's. I'm not it's saying a like it's. It's a problem, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying that it's like acceptable because it it's happening all the time i'm saying that like just because this one incident happens like you're going to glom onto that and just be like see it happens all the time 
There's women. women in prisons who sexually assault other women. Born women who sexually assault other born women. Like, yeah. it's not a male-female thing. It's a human thing. Yeah. And it's all about control and power. It's not about sex. It's Absolutely all about, not, no. In that environment, it's all about, especially about power and control, because you're trying to, you have to assert your dominance, or else you're fucked. Like, you're just, yeah. like... Yeah. And, it's so yeah. frustrating. Oh, this frustrates me so much. She just I just want to shake her. Yeah. So we're going back to the ducks and sharks. Oh, God, uh, no. When Not the ducks cannot duck. say that's a shark or women can't say male, you have stripped from them the ability to even identify those who may harm them. That we have so corrupted our language to the favor of men by asserting that biological males can be women and must be called women if that is what men want is deeply wrong. So she's twisting it to say that it's because men, the, we have men, female to my, male see. to female, so that male they can have more control over females is basically yeah, what she's, she's saying. Yep. Okay, but like if a duck comes up and bites me on the ass, I'm still going to say that animal right there hurt me. I don't yeah. care what it is. I don't care what breed of duck it is. I don't care if it's still like I'm. Just because the duck's saying that it's a shark, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I can't say anything. No, I'm still going to say this individual thing caused a problem. Yeah. Like, she's out to lunch. Yeah. All right. Her final. We're almost done. Almost done. This is her her final paragraph. I, for one, will not bend the knee to this blatant misogyny. So I'm buying those uncorrupted dictionaries while they still exist. Just as the Amish have kept alive their own dialect of English, so dissenters from this conceptual mischief must do the same and pass uncorrupted language onto those who follow them. For women and for men who value and respect women, the stakes are just too high for complacency. Yeah, let's let's use the Amish as a <laughs> like a big example of progress and <laughs> like no God. offense to the Amish I'm sure they're fabulous I've never actually associated with anyone from there but they seem to have a lot of the same problems that everybody else does like there's yeah. still abuse and there's still oh yeah. God. talk about an example of still living in the like 1800s you know like they're just yeah so her yeah it's not a great example of progress and uh of open-mindedness and um utopia (laughs) yeah so we're just gonna we're gonna start teaching our children from textbooks from the 70s because we don't want progress and we won't don't want to talk about the new names of countries that have changed hands and have different leadership now no 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 that's not no 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 we can't do that we have to we have to hood ourselves into this past life and not allow any sort of progression to happen like that's what you want that's what she wants she wants not to even be able to write an article for the Deseret News because a woman is not supposed to work. She's supposed to stay home, not have a voice, not have an opinion, and mm. raise her kids and shut the fuck up. Like, she's she's not understanding that she's attacking her own abilities here. The very fact, yeah, the very fact that she's writing this article is because of women's rights. Women yeah. weren't able to just write articles and have an opinion. So it even says, okay. How many women wrote books under pseudonyms of men so that they could be published? Yeah. Like, 
You, oh my god, I'm going to lose So, it gives a little bio of her. I didn't notice this, but it says, Valerie M. Valerie M. Hudson is a university distinguished professor at the Bush School of Government and Public Service at Texas A&M University and a Deseret News contributor. Her views are her own. And you know what, Valerie, you... The fact that you have views and you're able to share them is exactly what you're railing against. Like you're like, did she have her husband's permission to write this article <laughs> mm-hmm. when she was paid for this article? Did it go into a bank account in her name or did she have to put it into the one that either her father yeah. or her husband owns? The fact that you're, you're a professor. To have your own. <laughs> yeah. The like, fact that you're a professor. Right like... All the way off. Oh. Makes me insane. <sighs> yeah. That's why I can't wrap my head around these women that, like, I'm just like, you're in a position, the fact that you're able to even say your view mm-hmm. is exactly women's rights. The the thing that women have been fighting for since, you know, mm-hmm. the 1800s, 1700s, you know, and, like, they, women died for this. They, they were tortured. They were raped. They were beaten or trying to speak out and trying to say like hey we are human too we Mm -hmm. deserve rights yeah so i know i just i the muddying quote-unquote of the definition of women isn't a bad thing it's a good thing and it's a, a representation and a a sign of our evolution and of our um like that we are actually becoming more progressive and open-minded to the whole spectrum of what makes us human mm-hmm. and the human experience like yeah that how is that a bad thing i know like we now have the choice we have choices i was allowed to choose to not have children until my 30s like it it wasn't an expectation i was able to choose to travel on my own i was able to like all these things that we are able to do now or she doesn't want us to have. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. And she's she trying to pass it on to her kids because she's giving these dictionaries to her kids to say, hey, this is the real definition of women. Yeah. Don't, don't pay attention to this other stuff. Nah. Yeah. Which would be the same as me giving my children a map of Russia when my family yeah. still was in Eastern Europe and being like, this is this is our homeland, which is not true <laughs> like, and then also east and what was it germany the... germany berlin yeah the berlin wall like mm-hmm. it's it's so backwards to just yeah. how far does it go like okay we're not gonna we're no longer going to use vehicles because our ancestors used a, like at what point does it just become ridiculous and silly yeah you can't fight pro- progress you can't no and i mean I just, I don't understand how they think that, yeah, exactly. When does it stop? When do we stop saying, when do we say enough is enough and say, uh, oh, we want, we want it to go back to this point, but then, but then you're always going to have people be like, oh, well, this is still too much. You still mm-hmm. have too many rights. You still yeah. have, like the prime example is abortion, uh, stuff that's happened this year, um, where like, everybody became afraid of it becoming a domino effect of like gay marriage, interracial marriage and um, right to privacy even and Mm -hmm. contraception. And like, when does it stop there? Like enough isn't like, 
yeah. once you start that ball rolling, it's it's going to become out of control. Yeah, so we soon you're to, not going to have rights to your own uterus. You'll be forced to have children because the government dictates when and where you are allowed to procreate. Like, it's a very slippery slope taking away rights from humans. Yes. We've oh. seen it in history. It's happened before. So... Well, thanks, Valerie. That was yeah. garbage. Yeah. It's funny because I sent that, um, I think I sent you a screenshot. Listeners, mm-hmm. I sent Dusty a screenshot of this. And I was like, um, unfortunately, we're going to have to talk about this. <laughs> she was like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Starting year off with a bang. That's right. Happy 2023. Yay. <laughs> Everybody go get your aprons and we'll... Housewives and mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I would love to be able to live on a single income and have our house paid off in a matter of five years, and my husband to be home at five p.m. every week. Could you imagine how easy yeah. my life would be? Oh. <sighs> what? He's not gone for three months. <laughs> Weird. Oh, <laughs> well, and then. Uh... Man, I can. So it's a whole different gener. It's a generation thing. But like my mom was like, even now, like my dad doesn't even have like they're both retired, and he'll be off doing whatever, and she'll be at home, and she's like, she has to make sure she has a meal for him when he comes home. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, well, what happens if you don't? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like is he gonna start beating you? Like, yeah, I don't it's know. weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I um every once in a while if I'm making oh that's terrible like I make dinner at night because I have children and they need to eat and I always like put a plate together for my husband and I put like a cover on it and put it in the oven to keep it warm usually for him and he always comes in and I'll be like oh your dinner's in the oven and he'll open it and be like oh 1950s (laughs) (laughs) warm and ready it's so funny and he makes a joke about it. But he always, like, he brags on me all the time to, like, his coworker. Like, when I we were at his Christmas party, they were all like, your husband talks about you so much about how great you are. And I'm like, oh, really? And, like, one was like, he always has, like, such good lunches. And I'm like, I know, because I'm amazing. <laughs> but he doesn't, like, expect it. Like, he always yeah. is like, oh, thank you for, you know, it's not an expectation. The expectation is that he comes home and the house isn't burnt down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a win. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. Well, I, just, I, I just couldn't imagine him coming in and being like, where's my dinner? Like, yeah. first of all, I'd smack him. <laughs> yeah. His dinner would be outside on the curb with the rest of his shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just kidding. Love you, honey. <laughs> that goes into, like, the gender, you know, the gender norms and stuff. Like, I just, uh, I, well, and as a gay man, it's like, I kind of, I keep thinking, I'm not in a relationship, but, like, I just keep thinking, like, of how, like, how that would work out. But I'm also just, like, just shared responsibilities. Like, mm-hmm. you're just, like there's no, like, if he cooks, then he cooks and whatever. And if I cook, I cook. You know, like, we share the responsibility. It's not, like, one person is the household person and one person is the go out and make money person. Like we're both in it together. Yeah. Like the outside chores that are like the man's territory. I'm the one that like shovels the snow and 
you know, mm-hmm. mows the lawn. That's my, that's just what I do because I don't mind doing it. He yeah. hates shoveling snow. He would rather, <laughs> he would rather clean all the toilets in this house than shovel snow. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. Thank God, because I hate cleaning toilets. <laughs> you know, you find a balance, and it doesn't matter what's women's work and what's men's work. It's what you're willing to put into the relationship, you know? Like, he makes more than me, thus I'm the one at home with the kids right now. Like, that was just a smart decision. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I hated it. Thanks for that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I just like, I don't know, drink maybe? I, don't know. Was, I know. Is it too early to drink? Let's see. No. no. Um it's, it's the weekend. It's fine. It's um the future anyway, so they could be listening to it at five o'clock. So they're like, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. No, why are you talking about how early it is? Yeah, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> We talk about. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Let us know how your New Year's playing out, what your favorite episode was. I'm still giggling over Teal Swan's comma eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.